morning. Welcome to Jesus in Coffee with Pastor Tom, where we have a little bit of coffee and a whole lot of Jesus. We are in 2 John chapter 1, looking at verse 6 and 7 this morning. So let's jump right into scripture. Now, we finally get to see in this letter to this little um, house church, uh, some of the issues that John is going to address. And uh it's dealing with some false teaching within the church. But before we jump into verse 7 and see what that is, let's look at verse 6 because it is key to the entire theme of the entire letter that he's writing here. And I've already talked about it, but here we get to see him just blatantly state that fact. And this is love, that we walk according to his commandments. This is the commandment, just as you have heard it from the beginning, so that you should walk in it. Okay, So, the commandment that he's talking about here is what he just stated in the previous verse, in verse 5. That we love one another. Loving one another is built upon loving God with all your heart. And he, he's explaining that because, look here, here's this statement. This is so important for the entire understanding and theological foundation for John's understanding of the gospel in general. And this is love. Okay, what is love? You ask the question, you hear the song, what is love? Well, according to John, love is obedience. I said this yesterday. We talked a lot about that yesterday and the day before. Love is obedience, according to John. This is love that we walk according to his commandments. That is the commandments of God, the commandments of Jesus Christ, the teachings that he gave, everything that was given at the beginning. Love is obedience. When God gives a command and he tells you, don't do this, or you should do this, we need to be obedient. Why? Because the greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart, and the best way to display love for God with all your heart is to be obedient to all his commandments, whether it feels good or not. So obedience is a reaction to genuine love in your heart. If there is no obedience or there is rejection of God's commandments, even some of them, it's evidence that there is not genuine love for God there. Thus meaning you can't properly love other people. Okay, so the command is to love God. It is to love others. And when you're obedient to this, you show true, genuine love, okay? So this is key right here. This entire verse is so important. Now, verse 7 starts to dive into one of the issues that John is going to address that's going on among the churches, in the, er the early churches, house churches. When the apostles are still alive, you're looking at 30 to 40 years after Jesus has ascended into heaven. So here's what he says in verse 7. For many deceivers have gone out into the world. Those who do not confess the coming of Jesus Christ in the flesh. Such a one is the deceiver and 
the Antichrist. Okay, now this term Antichrist, John kind of coins it and uses it obviously in Revelation because he writes Revelation. But the Antichrist that we hear about in Revelation that is to come, this one great deceiver to lead the nations astray, is not the same Antichrist he's talking about here. He's not talking about that one. All he's simply stating is that there are people who are anti-truth, and he calls them Antichrist. So if you distort the truth of Jesus, you're an Antichrist in John's eyes. That's how he's using the term. He's not using it as, as a title of a specific person, but just people who reject truth about Jesus. And that specific truth that's being rejected is apparently there are deceivers going out into the world and in these home churches and teaching that Jesus Christ was actually not here in the flesh. He was some wispy spirit floating around. Now, there's a problem with that because if Jesus wasn't in the flesh, for one thing, he can't be our representative, right? You need a human being to represent human beings on the cross. You need a human being to represent human beings for the sake of gaining righteousness. Jesus was sinless, a sinless human being. It had to be God in human flesh to do that. It's imputed or placed upon us who believe that righteousness. Well, if he's not a human, if he doesn't have a physical body, then how that's not possible. It needs to be a human to represent humans. Okay, that's the first reason why this is a big problem, a big uh, false teaching. Second is if he doesn't have flesh, how is he a sacrifice at all? How does he pay the price for sins, right? He can't do that if he's not in the flesh. Not only that, but it completely calls all the other apostles a liar. Because they tell stories in the Gospels about how Jesus touched this person, touched that person, how he ate this food, how he grew from a child, how he was born like a human being. It destroys the whole entirety of their Gospel message in the four Gospels if Jesus was not in the flesh. And so this is a, a false teaching that really corrupts the entirety of the gospel message. And John is trying to correct it so people are not led astray. And he's going to talk more on this in the future, but that's pretty much the gist of what he's getting at here. Okay, so two things again. Obedience is love. Obedience is love. Second, there's a false teaching going around. And we need to be vigilant because false teachers are out and about today. And we need to stick to God's word and hold fast to it in order, in order to protect the integrity of our churches and our church families so that people are not led astray. Thank you for joining me. Take care. At the end of the day, seek first the kingdom of God. I'll see you again tomorrow. Bye.